Hello, good people, and welcome to the Amateur Hour. My name is Justin. My name's Tyler. I'm the one called Junior. And today's sponsors are EBXY and Adam Stone. So, uh, Tyler, we gotta talk about something, right? We, we just gotta get into it. I don't know if it's ever good if you just bring me in first. Well, <laughs> listen, we get up this morning, right? We're all ready. We're all tired. Okay. Well, actually, mainly me because <laughs> I don't really get up as early as I used to. But anywho, that's despite the fact. I don't know if that, you ever got uh, up early. When you did, I think it was just a fad for you. No, when I did, it was because I was working. A yeah, lovely and then, job. <laughs> and then yeah, it became I'm, crazy. I'm still calling it a fad because it was short term. Uh, you're, you're, you're nocturnal and we all know it. I actually would get up for eight months, eight months straight. That's what it. That's what happened. But and, what was your uh, average sleep time? My average sleep time, uh, it was fairly good. I'd go to sleep at like ten o'clock, get up at seven. Hmm. I'm impressed. And, yeah. Right. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a fun time because I always had to be on time to work and. I actually, at the time, was enjoying the job uh, before everything went to craziness and they treated me horribly and I decided to leave, which I probably would talk about a little bit later in time, all right, because I'm just giving it some time because I don't know how quickly I could talk about a place before... uh, Before you know, you after don't have leaving. to mention the name. They don't know. They need. They don't need to know who we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I I, I guess right. I used to work at a bank, right? I was <laughs> uh, a bank teller for for some time, and uh, you have you had to get up early. You had to open the store. You had to be a part of the process of flipping on the lights, logging in the computers, waiting for people to come in. And uh, so it was a it was a fun job. I was actually really enjoying it. I mean, it really wasn't. What happened? (laughs) Dealing with sucky exes. You forgot that part. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I was just gonna leave it out. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let's just say that that person's not even worth mentioning. (laughs) Um, but anyway, like, so I would have to get up for work and stuff like that, and. The job started getting weird where management wasn't properly training me for a lot of the processes that we would do. And so when I would do something incorrectly, they would try and write me up. And when they would write me up, then they'd try and, uh, you know, they kept writing me up, writing me up, writing me up, And it just felt like they were going to just try to get rid of me. So I was sort of getting tired of that. So I spoke with the head of management. Her name is Debbie. Yeah, I'll, I'll call her out. <laughs> anyway, I spoke to the head of management and I discussed being properly trained because unfortunately I was being moved from bank to bank and I wasn't getting the strong proper training that I felt I deserved and that I needed um, rather than them sort of say, saying like, hey, you'll figure it out. I think with banking, that's something very serious when you're dealing with finance. <laughs> and I didn't want to keep getting it wrong. So um, 
you know, it's handling people's money and stuff like that. So that makes me very nervous uh, to get something like that wrong. It's not like uh, you're sitting at a cashier register, you know, for uh, a retail store like, you know, I've done before. So um, they weren't training me correctly. So I brought it up to the head of management. I said, you know what? Can you train me? Like, I'm. this is ridiculous that you're writing me up and you're not properly training me. And, um, and this was at the time when I got moved out of the training branch and they moved me into a more permanent position, uh, which was even closer to home, which was fantastic, but I wasn't learning anything. And, uh, what ended up happening was I spoke to her, then my manager, uh, I had spoken to her and, uh, she said she was going to train me, but then she also scolded me that I went over her head, but I didn't go over her head to get her in trouble. I went over her head to like, make sure that this is fixed for other people joining this bank because we're getting new hires. Let's just say 15 people had quit that bank, uh, within, and it was a small community bank. I, I could at least say that it's not like a chase or Centier or, um, I don't know any other sort of like BMO or so it's not like a big like bank. nationwide bank. Yeah, yeah, it's not. it's not a nationwide. It's a little like I want to say like mom and pop bank. Uh, that's just been around for some time, and they're putting they're putting your money in their mattress for you. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they had one like large. Hold on, hey, can you run home real quick? This one wants a lot. <laughs> Yeah, no, just bring the bring the whole mattress. It might be all there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the it's like a modernized like foam mattress. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they're keeping it modern rather than those old spring mattresses. <laughs> oh no no no! This is definitely a spring mattress. <laughs> <laughs> so it it was like a it was it was a horrible experience that the, then this manager got all pissed off and. Then she started playing uh, favorites and then making things. She started making me like do certain things like open uh, big business, business accounts or moving people's names over to another new business account. And this is something that I was never trained in. And then so when I take a stab at it and I'd get it incorrect, I'd get written up again for it. So it was just a constant write up, write up, write up. And I couldn't handle it. It was getting ridiculous, and uh, one thing here's one thing that got me closer to leaving was we. I came in one day to open the bank, right? There's a whole process to it. I really can't explain it because now that one I feel like I'd get in trouble for. But let's just say that every morning we have to open the vault, big, ginormous vault, <laughs> and if it's you know if it's opened incorrectly. The alarm's going to be going off. <laughs> but here's the thing. I get in one morning, you know, tired, whatever, all dressed up, open, put in the, what's it called, uh, whatever into the vault, try turning it and opening it, but it wasn't turning. And I was like, uh-oh, we're going to have to call maintenance. But then I pulled the vault door <laughs> and uh, someone left it open. <laughs> Someone left open the vault and no one got in trouble for it. So my manager decided to never speak to the head of management 
or to get anyone written up because she said it wasn't worth opening that can of worms. Though she would write me up. Yeah. Though she would write me up for the smallest things. (laughs) She didn't uh, say anything because it would probably got her written up and that would have been a no-no in her book. Exactly. (laughs) And then there's another thing that she would do that kind of got me upset that uh, she was working for one of the individuals that was, uh, was a customer of the bank. Now, a big no-no was supposed to be you're not allowed to work (laughs) for people that uh, you're also the bank teller of or, you know, manager of the bank that they're working or that they're going to um, because, like, you could have sort of fraudulent behavior and stuff like this. And that was, like, a huge just, again, big old no-no. And she apparently got special permission so i thought that was kind of weird and i did not like that um the company would they do some other stuff that i i really don't want to say because uh based off i don't know how legal or whatever things are gonna get and it's just not worth uh saying it but let's just say if they're audited it would not be nice (laughs) um anyway so it was a lot of weird things that i didn't like uh and eventually, what set me over the edge is one day I was popping the keys of the keyboards, uh, or at least my keyboard, at the job because we'd have a lot of downtime. They, like they'd say there was no time for downtime, and that I should be reading all these processes of like how to do certain things. And let me tell you, their notes pretty. Uh, pretty ridiculous they had a huge binder of notes and they were outdated for our (laughs) old system (laughs) so they wanted me to read that on my free time and try and learn on my free time with old notes (laughs) so i i i don't know why that was a thing um i never heard of people training themselves in finance but okay (laughs) so anyway i was popping keyboards out i was cleaning it because their keyboard keyboards were gunky as hell they had like you know when like you get like the skin build up on a controller or something it was that's what it was it was loose skin kind of build up (laughs) on the edges so i started cleaning out the keyboard because i'm like you know what i want a clean work environment this is disgusting and uh my i guess the head of security uh this guy indian dude pops in and uh, he 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 looks at me and he's like, oh, he's like, you're you're cleaning the keyboard. I said, yeah, because you know we have a little bit of downtime, and I just want to make sure that this is clean. And then he kind of like, he's like, oh, well, are you sure you should be doing that? I was like, well, I mean, I wouldn't see why not. You know, it's like I'm putting him back as I go as well. And uh, then he just stays quiet, disappears, and. The next thing you know, the next day, I have a write-up for cleaning a keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, when I got that write-up, I was like, no, this is it. (laughs) I got beyond pissed off. I stood quiet. Justin's like, listen here, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to explode when my manager walked up to me with a write-up. And it says, for cleaning the keyboard, I have the write-up. 
I'm going to frame it one day, like literally, because it's the most ridiculous thing ever. So someday for we're doing visual podcast segment, I hope uh, well, you guys will probably be able to see it. <laughs> uh, but it'll, it'll be in a frame. If you ever get a studio with like a storefront or something to display things, I'm going to blow that up to like, I don't, I don't know, twice the size that it actually is. And I'm yeah. gonna frame it and put it on the wall it, in the lobby. I was, was fired for cleaning my keyboard. <laughs> yeah, and here's the thing: I I, tech, I wasn't fired. I literally had quit the next day. I wrote this large letter of resignation, and I really tore into them for their lack of communication between their branches. I tore into them uh, about their unprofessional nature, which they were very unprofessional with how they did things. So I really got into the needy greedy, if you will, <laughs> and you, know, uh, you, you probably should have. You probably should have contacted the Better Business Bureau. Oh yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I should have. I'm tempted it's to never too late. <laughs> um. So I had to deal with all this sort of uh, dumbness, <laughs> and I came in the next morning. And the next thing you know, I end up, the, my manager ends up calling the branch and she's like, oh, so you're resigning? I said, yeah. She's like, oh, okay, so like, are you giving us two weeks? I said, no, it says in the letter I'm resigning as of today. So I'm, I came in today, but I know I haven't been scheduled the next two weeks and I'm not going to come in the next two weeks. No, thank you. <laughs> And uh, she's like, oh, she's like, uh, you know, we always thought you were unprofessional. I guess this uh, confirms it, she says. And I was like, okay, try taking a stab all you want. And then she says, uh, well, you know, uh, banking was never for you. And I was like, no, it wasn't banking. It just was, uh, I wasn't trained properly. But, you know, we all have our opinion, I told her. And she's like, yeah. We do. <laughs> so she was trying to be real sarcastic and and, and at just, that point I would have walked out anyway. <laughs> yeah, I here's the reason I came in. There was a, a lovely individual I worked with. Uh, her name's Melissa, and I I couldn't have just left her on her own and just like said, "Hey, big screw you," because really being a bank teller and only be, being one bank teller there. That'd be rough. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I wasn't sure. looking to screw my workmates. So that's why I was like, that's the only reason. If not, Tyler, trust me, I would have walked out. I just, it wasn't worth it. Plus, I had to make sure that that individual got the you key. You know what I would have done on, on the last hour of the day? I would have cleaned that? all the keyboards. <laughs> right? Well, I again, not put the keys back. <laughs> I didn't want to get any sort of legal trouble because they're really... Uh, they were talking about me tampering with the the apparently that was also the sort of uh, language that they were trying to use and um yeah it was insane it, and like certain things that they would do was uh they kind of cut costs for some people right like let's say i'm just gonna put it out there so like let's say there was a statement you know how if you're trying to make a cashier's check you gotta pay five dollars well, certain businesses got off those $5. And 
that is, uh, I think it's unethical, if you're asking me, that we're charging $5 to someone who has 90 bucks in their account, and uh, yet someone who has a couple, you know, 100000 and I will not say those companies, um, they weren't paying for anything. <laughs> like, and if they did, the amount of complaints that we got, and so then if we would waive it, we'd get in trouble. And then unless the managers said, oh, yeah, no, waive it. <laughs> so because we'd get taught to stick by the book, but then they wouldn't stick by the book was another thing that they kept doing to me. And I thought that was ridiculous. And that's very unethical. They literally they used to have a list literally written down of the people that were uh what's it called uh that were subject to not have to pay anything and uh or any like little fees like cashier's check or a wiring fee and all these other sort of fees they used to have a list but then they sort of tried to destroy the list because if they got audited right they're going to get in trouble because you're not supposed to be not keeping the policy when it comes to charging people so that was very nefarious in their sort of uh, nature <laughs> and I, di I didn't agree with that i felt that it was very unethical as a business and especially a bank waiving fees like that for for just all these people because they they had to keep right they got to keep the the money in the bank if not uh, all the people were dying. And here's another thing that I had an issue with. Their marketing campaign was very geared towards just old people. And the amount of, uh, you know, what do you call that? Oh, gosh, it's been a while since I've been at the bank and now I'm forgetting. But, like, we would have a large amount of, like, you know, death certificates, whatever, coming in where, like, we have to close out these, like, uh bank accounts and i'm just like <laughs> i'm like that should say something right like you should shouldn't you uh you know i don't know uh, get a younger <laughs> audience of people i know it doesn't bring that much money to the bank but like if we're appealing to that at least we'll have hopefully loyal customers like so that was another thing is like i would try and get into uh all this sort of thing. But, I mean, I'm not even going to get into it. Like I said, I'm not going to get into the name of it. I'll stop it there because uh, I don't think it's always right to talk bad about a company you've worked for. But, I mean, hey, it it, it, it has something to say about the, the place that I did work for. Um, Sorry, right. If they happen to hear it, they'll still think you're unprofessional because they suck. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know if one of them or two of them listen to the podcast. If you do, uh, I'm not talking about you specifically. Um, but as for everyone else, uh, yeah. Hey, hey, I didn't say the name of the bank and I didn't really get into crazy details. But with that said, that is why... I was getting up early. And you know what? Part of working there, I was constantly eating. Like, literally, I was eating so much. Because, I mean, I was going through a lot. Like, I mean, I'm still going through a lot. Life happens, right? But it was just such a easy way for me to not, like, not do anything and, like, sit there and just eat snacks all day. I was starting to order food with my good friend uh, 
and me and her, we would like constantly order food out. And I was gaining so much weight. I mean, that's part of the reason why I became 196 was I not only was going out with, you know, my ex or whatever, and we're constantly going out to eat, but I also was starting to eat at work. <laughs> like, so I was always triple eating. And, like, I would order a whole pizza for myself. I'd get freaking Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, I was going crazy, guys. Like, it was insane. I was true fat guy status. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, leaving that place also freed up my ability and my want to not eat. And, I mean, look, I lost 30 pounds. I'm 171. Um I keep balancing between 169, so I'm pretty happy now. <laughs> but with eating habits, Tyler, this is why I was trying to get into it. Uh, you you get up this morning, and rather than eating like a bacon and egg sandwich, he, he goes for the Oreos. Well, well I mean, bacon and egg sandwich would have been greasy. Yeah, but like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't have something so sweet early in the morning, you know? Like, I barely, I can't even really have pancakes early in the morning. Because then I just, it feels like, I don't know, it feels a bit grimy a little bit, you know? It just don't well, feel good. You know good. what the best is? Waffles covered in peanut butter and syrup. See, I hmm. feel like I would die in the morning from that. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been like an early sugar eater in the morning. Well, see, I never usually get to eat breakfast because I wake up at 6.30 and I have to be in my van ready to go and route by 7. So most days I don't even eat breakfast. But the days that I do eat breakfast, it's just like, ooh, what can I have? <laughs> so I go a little, a little overboard. But to be fair, it's like one day out of the week. So whatever. It's fine. Do you at least take some milk with it? You know, maybe well, yeah, you can't have Oreos without milk. You know what? <laughs> it's probably the same as eating cereal. Let's be honest. I yeah, I would say so because unless you're eating like what is that, the special K or whatever they call it, you know, which not none of us probably eat, but Frosted Flakes or. Honey Nut Cheerios, they say they're good for you, but it's still sugary. Um, I don't know. What what are what are some cereals? Cocoa cookie Puffs? Crisp. Cookie Crisp? <laughs> which is literally a cookie, which is what an Oreo Yeah, is. you're soaking a bunch of little cookies in milk. So, <laughs> like, am I really... I'm not doing anything different. <laughs> Maybe it would be more acceptable if you just break up the cookies and dump it in the milk. And to be fair, it's only like five or six cookies. So it's not like I'm downing the whole package. That's still a lot, though. <clears throat> it's probably Especially for like an Oreo. Probably less than your whole bowl of mini cookies. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really wanting. <laughs> it's really hard for me to eat early in the morning, like when I first wake up, just because I was, oh no, I'm slow. And then my stomach, I, I don't know, just needs to settle for a second. Yeah, it needs to get what... booted for the day. That's what I'm saying is like I I can't have sugar so early in the morning. I don't even I don't even eat cereal in the morning because it's too sugary for me. Like that just I, I get nauseous when I some even like if it's normal breakfast sometimes I just get nauseous in the morning time trying to eat so early. I'll never get nauseous over eating. I love eating. <laughs> <laughs> 
do you feel uh, Tyler that you yeah. should change your eating habits like is there anything new you want to do or I don't feel like I should change my eating habits but I do feel like I should be more active yeah same with me I think I need to get I don't think more. my eating's too bad once in a while maybe once a week I'll have like Burger King or something but for the most part, I usually try to get a six-inch sub from Subway for lunch, or I'll go to Jimmy John's for lunch. And that's not the best decision I could make, but it's a lot better than having Burger King or Wendy's every day, which I don't know if you remember the college days. Me and Justin would often go to lunch together, and it was we went to Wendy's so many times that the manager at the at the location recognized it and gave us the free um frosty tags yeah which you're supposed to like. up so much <laughs> yeah and we're and supposed then we to ended up getting it. lunch and a frosty every time <laughs> yeah and we'd get a percentage off too uh-huh <laughs> we'd get like 11 uh so like i've definitely like changed for the better <laughs> Yeah, I because, mean, yeah. normally though, that was, when, probably, that was probably four days out of the week. No, when we would eat out like that, I would. I was also right after that. I was going straight into work, so like I would work till like one in the morning out in the cold, <laughs> or like twelve. <laughs> so it was like four long days. So like that's why I would like, and and I was I was always being active too. Like I was always lifting. Yeah, things but you can't and, justify eating a greasy burger. Yeah, no, what I'm trying like, to say is like you were saying to be more active, right? Uh-huh. And that was my job, was very active. I was constantly on my feet, walking everywhere, having to speed walk, having to lightly jog. Um, <laughs> pick up, uh, I would pick up a lot of heavy stuff, heavy stuff in the storage rooms and stuff like that. Because if you're a dude and you're working at Kohl's, like be ready to lift some things because unfortunately... Most things are heavy, so it's like so. There's a lot of females that were working there that couldn't really lift the crazily heavy things um, without hurting themselves. So I would kind of be tasked automatically to like lift all these heavy boxes or just into your time to move everything. <laughs> yeah, or if they're moving displays, it would be like me and Colin and a bunch of uh, the other guys, and we'd have to, like, move giant displays. and <laughs> It was a doozy. <laughs> you know, what can I say? It, but I was always being active, so that's what I was saying in regards to that. But I was eating, at that time, too, I was around 160, and I stood 160 for the longest time. It's when I left Kohl's, believe it or not, and started working... Um, at my other job, my other two jobs, um, is when I, I started slowly diminishing and just always eating out and never being active. And I, I changed my eating habits a uh, long time ago because I just I got tired of it about a year ago. And like I said, I lost, and I'm very proud of it, which is why I keep mentioning it, I lost 30 pounds. I was 196 and dropped all the way to 171 now. And yeah, I, I haven't... don't know how much I am right now. I th- I know I'm like two something. So I wouldn't say I'm at a comfortable weight. Like I would like to be less. Yeah. But I'm not at a weight that bothers me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to be like, fair. I can still get up. I can do push-ups. I can run up and down the hill at my parents' house. Like I can do that stuff. But 
I would like to be a little skinnier or, or if not skinnier, maybe just more toned because to, right now I have more flap. To, to be <laughs> fair, uh, when I went to the doctor actually fairly recently and um, 170 for our height is because uh, you're what around the same height as me is actually the goal weight for us. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the healthier weight. So if you could drop down to that, hey, you'd be at a healthy weight. And there you go. I used to stick around about 185. I, w- I was 180-ish for like a really long time. Um, but at the same time, I was that. This was back when I was working at Amazon, and even before that, it was when we were in high school, and I was constantly riding my bike everywhere and doing all that kind of stuff. So I had more of a muscle build than anything else. So I was always on the heavier side. But when you're on the heavier side, you got to ask yourself, am I on the heavier side because I'm fat or am I on the heavier side because I'm built a little more? And one way can be more healthy than the other way, obviously. So that's always one thing I never understood when the doctors said all that kind of stuff. Cause like I was always above the weight that I should have been every time I went to the doctor and I can tell you right now, the doctor would probably tell me I'm obese, but when my doctor tried to tell me I'm overweight five years ago, I'll be like, fuck you. I'm not overweight. I know I'm not overweight. (laughs) Well, five years ago, I do remember you being fairly muscular too. (laughs) Oh, you're checking them out, huh? Difference right now. I'm not, I'm not that much. We used to go to gym together. I mean, what can you say? (laughs) Uh, I'd see you too, Junior. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like in high school, we went to gym class, and remember when they first took us to the workout room? Yeah. Well, the uh, who was it, Mister Zaney? Right. Yep, that is correct. He he said, "Okay, you guys all have to try each machine." And and we had to try to lift as much as we can so he could set like our numbers or whatever. Well, I just went to every machine and put the pin at the bottom of the rack and lifted the whole thing. <laughs> so it was like, eh, whatever to me. So, yeah, of course, when I went to the doctor, I was over my recommended weight because I had mostly muscle. And that was all because when I was younger, I was either working outside or we had like the four wheelers and stuff. If you're going to ride a four wheeler like a lot or a dirt bike a lot, you you build muscle because you have to be able to push that machine around. Believe it or not, it's more of a workout than it is, even though you're just revving a motor. <laughs> but it wasn't just riding, that, riding a regular shape bike too. Well, any kind of four wheeler, dirt bike, motor, you know, motorcycle, anything like that. You you have to be strong enough to control that machine. Yeah, I think mine weighs like five hundred pounds and me just trying to push that around in the garage, I'm like, whew. <laughs> right, exactly. So just think about it when you have the four wheeler or whatever, and you have to like when you're trying to line them up in the garage to get them all to fit, you grab the bumper on the front and you pick the thing up off the ground and you walk it over to the side and then you drop it back on the ground. I mean, you got to do that once in a while. That'll eventually build muscle and stuff. And then just the fact when you're riding a dirt bike, which is pretty close to riding a motorcycle, you get like a really good like core workout 
yeah, because definitely. your hips are leaning side to side and you're and you're trying to push that bike around to get it where you want it. You feel worn out at the end of the day. You had your fun, but you feel worn out. <laughs> That's one of the things too. Riding a motorcycle, it's definitely good to have um, like a good core strength and all that to be at least somewhat physically fit. Yeah, but but that's the reason why, and, and we've talked about this before, that's the reason I bought my mountain bike, because I know I'm less active now than I was. So my mountain bike, that was my, because I'm not going to go out and exercise. I'm not going to go get a gym membership. So I told myself, okay, I have to go invest in something that's going to give me a workout, but I'm actually going to like have fun or enjoy doing it at the same time. So I went out and bought a mountain bike. And it was $1,300 for that mountain bike, which everyone tells me is crazy. But if I go do a gym membership, the cheapest one I've seen around here, I think, is Planet Fitness. And it's like 10 bucks a month. So right there, depending on how long I do that workout or, you know, let's say I'm going to a gym every day for three years or whatever, you know, why not just spend that money on something that I am actually going to enjoy? Cause I'm not going to enjoy going to a gym. So i made an investment for my bike, you know, for something I would actually enjoy, but to still keep me active. Yeah. The only thing that sucks is around here. The weather's just so crazy. Oh yeah. So as soon well, as it rains, it's like, damn, I can't remember. And it feels like, what, what have we been having? Like, High 60s, low 70s in November, Northwest Indiana. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised it didn't snow on Christmas. Yeah. Or not Christmas, yeah. Um, Halloween. Well, yeah. last year it was shit. <laughs> it was like rainy and sleet and yeah, like it was freezing. a nasty Halloween. Well, that's how it is for every Halloween, I feel like. For the most part, I mean, as of the well, most recent Halloween, like, yeah. yeah. So why not we give everyone a break and get some decent weather? <laughs> yeah, that now that's sad. <laughs> if it was like, hey, we can all go out for Halloween. It's going to be super nice. Oh, COVID. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I just, uh, but with that said, you know what? We're going to have to toss it over the break because we're already at time. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy this word from our sponsor. Adam Stone, a unique and talented artist. Hitting the alternative rock scene. Listen to him as he jams his way into becoming a new hit artist. Listen to Adam Stone singles for free on Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can follow your favorite ghost, Adam Stone, on Instagram and Facebook. Link in the description. And we're back from that word from our sponsor. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And please, don't forget, like and subscribe. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Drop a like. Uh, give us a subscription. Give us a follow. 
uh, because you know what? We'd like to keep you here. We'd like to make you one of the amateur hour community. Come on, become an amateur. And uh, leave comments below. What are you guys' eating habits? Huh? I'd, I'd like to know. What's going on? Let's get some talking. Let us get to know you while you get to know us. Um, but at the very least, yes, please hit that subscribe button and the notification bell if you're on YouTube. So that way you're getting all the notifications when we're posting uh, every weekend. So just get ready every weekend, all right? It used to be every Friday, but sometimes, unfortunately, I do get busy with editing. So it's going to at least be for sure in the weekend. So be prepared. you got something to look forward to every weekend and something new to listen to even during the week. So uh, please, yeah, subscribe. Follow us if you're on uh, Spotify, Apple, or uh, SoundCloud. But with that said, we, we had some... Recent history, just we've been in the makings of and just living in a lot of big moments of history. <laughs> uh, pretty oh, 2020 recently. for sure. All of 2020 is just like, it's going <laughs> in the textbooks for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just the most wild things alive. And one of the most unimaginable things with the most ten- high tension presidential race, uh, what I feel of like one of uh, our biggest in history um, is that we, we, we had 74 million people voting this year, which is an all-time historic record high of people voting in our country, which is insane. And let's talk about, thank you, Joe Biden, for being our president, but <laughs> but it was such a close race and well, i want to agree with you there but hey who knows what's gonna happen with all the re all the recounts and whatever stunt trump's gonna try to pull so yeah, yeah. the word is we may not be finished yet yeah i mean so I, I don't want to celebrate too early you know I, uh, i'm sorry i gotta woo <laughs> i'm at least happy that if if something does happen at least uh we know he's one in our hearts but um my gosh like uh, and that's i think another fairly historic thing i've never known a president that just couldn't concede <laughs> like i i i never known that i've never really seen that before um besides with now trump where he's he's suing all these states and <laughs> he's he's literally was claiming victory uh, several times <laughs> in, in in during these newscaster broadcasts, right? And he's spreading all this false information and claiming victory. And a lot of times he was literally getting cut off by the by the news individuals and they were muting him and talking over over him and saying, like, yo, this is misinformation uh we can't really stand idly by and let this misinformation be spread and then they just start talking as like he's talking very quietly muffled in the background um and that just goes to show like the insanity with this uh the this guy's character right and then he's this making dorito. <laughs> yeah this dorito <laughs> 
he he was also uh, making all these tweets and stuff like that, saying stop the vote. And then when he realized, oh wait, I would lose if I said stop the vote, then he says stop the fraud. <laughs> and like the dude couldn't make up his mind of like what was happening. <laughs> Here, here's the funniest thing for me he is that noticed his panic. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but the funniest thing for me is he's like writing this whole campaign of just focusing on winning that's like his keyword winning and right now he is the biggest loser (laughs) all all right all around the world he's just lost in front of everyone (laughs) this is why you gotta raise your children not to be sore losers and just like take a loss man (laughs) like it's so like not graceful you know like to to just be attacking constantly like that and and he he's been saying since 2016 and i quote uh i'll 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 accept the winning but if i i but oh he says i'll accept the results if i'm winning that's what he says <laughs> there's the quote right there and he said it in 2016 uh, before the uh, polls and the votes, and now he said it now, and it just—it's absolutely insane. And I, what I thought too is crazy is that uh, also like this this president has been continuously pushing this narrative um, since before the elections that oh it's going to be fraudulent, it's going to get uh, you know it's going to get wild like there's going to be so much fraud you just wait like it's like what. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, I'm curious to see um, what QAnon story is going to come out of this. Oh my goodness! It, I, it was it made me laugh. Was in the second debate when he was asked about it. He's like, uh, "All I hear is they're they're people against uh, pedophilia." Like, <laughs> 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 acting like you don't know what Q, QAnon is. Like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> you especially and, uh, should know. <laughs> Let's get into okay. So I googled the definition. Okay, backstory first. I was on the toilet. I was on Reddit, <laughs> and they. Oh, wait, the wait, 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 wait! You guys always call me out for using my phone on the toilet, Junior. No, we call you out for recording stuff <laughs> and like sticking your phone I, in the I, toilet. I, I've been called out for just plainly using my phone on the toilet. Well, you know. To what, be honest, Tyler? I rarely. I don't. I don't do it as much as I do when I was like younger. Um, I don't know. I just kind of stopped. It just kind of was just like, eh, I'm spending too much time in the bathroom. But okay. Yeah, so right. I come across this story and it was talking about the definition of terrorism and it was a, below a political article. So let's, let's review it. The unlawful use of violence and intimidation, especially against civilians in pursuit of political aims. So if armed people armed protesters show up at a polling booth what is that <laughs> i think that would be trying to deliver fear right and a lot of fear. a lot of the things trump is saying about all the fraudulence and all this it's mm, almost terror we're getting in the terrorism towards territory for him <laughs> i mean i i want to say that Right, but I'm also very lightly with saying it. It, it could be disinformation, right? But it's just I don't well, know. Well, more so with the lawsuits. Yeah, because the lawsuits is sort of intimidation. 
Yeah, right? Like he's trying to sue Michigan and he's trying to sue all these places as opposed to just accepting the vote. And my thing was like back in 2016, wasn't it confirmed, right, that Russia was had a dealing in our, um, what's it called, in our polls and our votes? And uh, and they had an interference with that. And the only thing that he was written off for was is that they couldn't prove that Trump had anything to deal with it. Like it, they, it was just literally Russia being nefarious and getting into our uh, election. So like, and he didn't have a problem with that. Like, shouldn't he? have said, like, oh, you know, Russia was in our election, whatever, blah, 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 and, like, have such a big conspiracy about that or uh, um, just um, just a no-no for it as opposed to now he's like, oh, now I'm worried about fraud. Like, <laughs> like that's just, uh, it's confusing. It's, it's strange what times. What about the simple fact that he's, like, l- let's say he gets the recount. Let's say he... For whatever reason, ends up winning. Okay, now you tried to sue all these other states, or you you tried to do all this stuff, and now you actually do end up being the president again. There's going to be so much hate for the next four years. There's going to be so much negative. Like at that point, I feel like I don't know. It's just. All that stuff that's going to come up in the future because of that. Yeah, is it, like, even worth it, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, everyone's probably burnt out with all this political stuff, but I think we do have to give a hand to all the people that did register, that did come out to vote, because you said, what, 75 million? It was 74 million. 74 million. Like, it, the record voting in, in all of the history of America, that's... Let's put that into perspective. How many people voted last year? I have no clue. <laughs> Not too many. And I think a lot of people, well, just, I I know youth kind of gets out there, but I don't think we show up as much as we need to. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people are just like, ah, you know, it's, nothing's going to happen. This guy's a movie star or television star. What? This, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> but um. I guess we all know what happened there, but I, I kind of saw it happening. I, I knew just from just the type of people that was, I don't know. Yeah. He was, very... he was like a social media influencer at that point. So everyone's like, oh, this guy. Yeah, let's vote him kind of thing. Yeah. It, it just, it was, it was very sad and the way he carried himself out too, right? Throughout his presidency of just constantly tweeting and just being this sort of, unprofessional individual like it it killed me man like it just it destroyed me (laughs) like when thinking about that but this one definitely makes you feel like your vote counts right because before it's just kind of like it doesn't matter whatever um i think with people starting to get more involved in the um the primaries um, actually picking and voting who the candidates will be for these parties, which we need to get rid of these damn parties. It's so stupid. But yeah, we need to get some um, individual so in thinkers. About 10 seconds of research. I found an article that says 2016 election could top 50 million by all the votes. 
and now we're at 74. So I would assume we were somewhere around 50 million, high 40s, low 50s, maybe. But that's a pretty big increase just from that. Yeah. And I will say that I'm proud of people for for getting involved, right? Um, oftentimes, proud of humanity. Yeah. You know, and oftentimes I'm I'm hearing people and they they talk about how um, politicians don't necessarily do anything, right? They're like, oh, well, what what has what has this politician helped me and and stuff like that. And the truth of the matter is, is that sometimes things do seem like empty promises, but it's a lot harder than we think. Uh, you know, than saying, hey, I'm going to do it. I mean, there's a whole uh, House and a whole Senate, right, that decides uh, on bills and certain things like that. And there's just a whole lot of process behind what a president does, right? But I think the biggest thing for me that Trump did that was super negative was just spread hate. And that just goes to show you the sort of political power in, in that regard of just as junior said of humanity yeah. itself right that like, to me doesn't say i'm a leader yeah you know that to me says do what do what i want or else yeah and I, to me it's the wrong image <laughs> without it, saying too much but i think it's the wrong image yeah you know i don't think that um you should be spreading hate, right? Like, I think I'm very much into positivity and, and just love, right? And being a person that's just going to bring division within a country that is already, has always been so fragile, especially given its past history. I mean, it takes hundreds of years for us to get over certain things. Like, History, when people think of time, they're like, oh, well, like 10 years is a lot. No, in history, it's like 300 years is a lot, like, or 400 years. But when you think about it in like uh, 100 years time or whatever, like that's that's not enough time for a complete healing. And same for, again, for politics is it, it takes time. It takes more than one president and, and people upholding these certain uh values and and decisions uh, for them to be held up over time and for you to see the effects of what these presidents have done so it's just uh yeah that I, that's what i would say to those of you who uh are afraid to vote or just say your vote doesn't matter and i feel like this too if you're not going to vote for the president at least to vote for your government officials your county officials and all these other people because those are two people that you're going to feel more close to home and it's going to hit you the the hardest when it comes to uh doing certain things in your town so but it's always important to vote and i, I am proud i'm proud of our country uh, for voting and uh, saying enough's enough and choosing uh, love over, you know, hate and division. So, yeah, I mean, what can, what can we say, right? We can say SNL has some pretty good st- uh, skits about all this. <laughs> oh, yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I absolutely love their... Uh, their skits especially about like trump it's just like he does the most 
insane and absurd stuff that it's just comedy gold. <laughs> it, it, it's like, what is your thought process? I don't, I don't think he is careful at all. Like, he just has a thought and boom, there it goes out of his no mouth. Filter. No, no filter. I'm right. I'm going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, what's it called? As, um, as one of the, uh, was it the officials that was interviewing him, uh, for like the second quote unquote debates, um, <laughs> Trump was told that, uh, he can't be tweeting out like someone's, uh, crazy uncle. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so true, though. <laughs> it's how he tweets. Like, he he had retweeted something like uh, Osama bin Laden was, like, still alive or something like that. <laughs> like, how can you do that as the president? Like, you're not even going to read it? And then he's like, well, uh, it, was a re- it was a retweet. Like, uh, and I was like, oh, my God. You're still not going to look into the information and you're going to spread all these conspiracy theories like you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, but- he's... A- He's just a wild card, man, because um, the Central Park Five, I think this is what they were called. Maybe I already talked about it on the podcast, but it, it was just like a big racial case. And these boys ended up being innocent. But, man, Trump stood by his whole claim that they needed to be um, killed, like not killed, but just like the death sentence. And he took ads out of newspaper, all that. He still hasn't really... Um, said that he was wrong he's still pretty much against it which is just unbelievable like they've already caught the actual rapist and um yeah it was like a whole rape case and they said these kids did it they caught the real rapist he confessed to it it was a white dude i'm pretty sure and this dude's still all into these these five minorities and just like no they're wrong somehow (laughs) (laughs) evidence doesn't matter what i say matters (laughs) Dude, that's just oh my gosh! See, I didn't even hear about this one. That's insane. Yeah, it's it was a case from like a long time ago. I, I can't give you an exact year, but it had to be like maybe sixties, seventies. Oh, he just really? Personality where like you give him power, and now he's gonna abuse that power. Yeah, like how can any one person do that? It's just that's why I'm so mystified how we were so close with votes. Oh, sorry. It sounds like it should be from the 60s, 70s. It was 1989. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. And these these boys did spend, like, I don't know, like, maybe 10 years in jail. I can't remember exactly. Holy moly. See, and it's just... And people don't look into that sort of characteristic, right? And, I mean, I could see if his character changed, right? I believe in people's change in heart and change in character, but, I mean, he's still the same guy, right? He's still gaslighting everything. And he's always, like, putting this sort of, uh, how would you say, just, I don't know, just bad light on things, right? Like, he always has a way of just, like I said, like, there, there's something's about to catch on fire. Like, let's say California's about to catch on fire. He makes sure to grab the match and just, like, throw it in there. Like, just burn all the brush. Like... <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't know. Just he's not a very good character when it comes to, like, yes, this is 
you know, uh, we should stick stand together. He he makes sure that we stand together in in a lot of hate in in that retrospect, which is unfortunate. But you know what? I'm happy everyone voted. Um, if Trump calls for a recount, all right, well then give him the recount. But I think suing the states is a bit much, right? And uh, stating things when there's no uh, evidence as to fraudulent behavior, then one thing I would like to mention, though, was that when he was saying stop the, the count, right? And then so there's something that's just been everywhere is that in I forget where, but um, there's people chanting that were tr- Trump uh, in supporters. They were chanting outside of one of the the I forget what county or whatever, and they're screaming, "Stop the vote! Stop the vote!" Right, and then you have <laughs> on another state in another county, people are saying, "Count the vote!" <laughs> and they're both Trump supporters, and they got the messages like so confused. <laughs> 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 uh, one that I found funny was it was these um, Trump supporters just like rocking how to Rage Against the Machine, killing in the name of. And Tom Morello actually commented on it. I, I can't remember exactly what he was saying, but he was just kind of like, uh, this is weird. You guys do know what this song's about, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I, they were just more filled with emotion. They don't really know the actual statement of the song, which is um, wearing a badge to justify what you're doing kind of thing. Yeah. Because you know it. That's what the whole song's about, but these people are jamming out to it like I don't know. They're on the opposite spectrum what this song's about. So I don't know. This is funny. That that is pretty hilarious. But I mean, it, to be a part of history right now, I I think it's it's insane. <laughs> like right, like you sit in these history books and and you read it right, and then. You're like, oh, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm here for like the first black president, or whatever. Like, I felt like that was one of the biggest things. And then there's swine flu, and you're like, all right, well, like that's pretty big too. And then you get now you're like into a global like pandemic, <laughs> and freaking just uh, now the craziest president that I've ever had, and and this whole sort of like just hate when it comes to races again, and it's just like. It's insane being a part and and just seeing this history uh just unfold in front of my eyes and and being able to first off I'm grateful that I'm even just breathing here and and being a part of this and being able to to be a part of this history and and it's just wow <laughs> the stories I'm going to have for my kids and my grandchildren like that's just it's going to be insane you know, I I think with that said, um, we should probably toss it over to a, another break. I hope you guys enjoy this word from our sponsor. I often find myself wondering, what's next? What lies ahead? Where do I go? How far will I go? We often think about tomorrow, but what's the point? What's the point of not looking at what we have in front of us? Why not look to the present and be grateful? Why do you run from today? What difference does it make if everything you have today can be gone tomorrow? So I urge you, live for today. Search EBXYA 
on Amazon today to get all of your XLR cable needs. Link in the description. And we're back from that word from our sponsors. I hope you guys enjoyed. So let's get into another problem that's uh, overtaken the, the world. If what you must, uh, we might step on our own toes with this one, but oversaturation of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's everyone in their everyone in their <laughs> aunts has one at this point. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. Full disclaimer: Our podcast doesn't suck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is oh, a full disclaimer. <laughs> Yeah, no, everyone does have a podcast, right? Like, uh, I remember before when, I don't know, when, like back in 2015 when I when I first thought of wanting to, the idea of possibly wanting to do a podcast, uh, I was not really, like, I didn't really, I don't know, podcasts I didn't think were too much of a thing. And I wanted to wait to, to, to do one eventually. But um, I don't know, because I've always been a talker. So, like, I don't think, like, okay, Sarah Silverman, she's got a podcast right now. <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> and I watched it, and she's just talking to herself, right? And it's just her asking herself questions and then her responding to it. The quality of the audio is just weird. The topics are just, I don't know, they're just not interesting to me. It's... I don't get why all these people are deciding to have podcasts randomly. I don't know. It just feels like a random decision, especially with the, uh, how would you say, the pandemic, right? It just feels like they're just looking for an easy easy cash grab type of thing, uh, especially like these actors and actresses and stuff like that where they're just jumping into it. They're like, oh, yeah, I have a podcast now. It's like, well, you have the money, the resources, um, and the also the star ability to just randomly up and start a podcast and bada-bing, bada-boom, there you go, you have a following, as opposed to like smaller podcasts, right? Like ourselves and I'm sure other podcasts that it takes a while to grow a fan base because uh, we're not known, <laughs> right? We're these three schlubs from Indiana, like, <laughs> right. trying to weigh in and and give our thoughts and things. Out of the corn, <laughs> right? <laughs> what if we had a podcast all about farming? Like, can you imagine? <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. I, th I think we would fail because I don't know nothing about farming. Uh, well, yeah, but. If we did have our stuff together, we might then that might be a hit. There's a lot of rural areas, right? Right. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, we are now a conservative farming podcast. <laughs> 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 like, the corn grew three inches today, and uh, I think it was the Indiana soil. <laughs> like, <laughs> Start getting into the farmer's almanac and all that. Yeah, like yeah. So you know it's gonna be a bad winter. <laughs> In the weather, those oh, damn. Man, if we were like hundred percent spot on, we would make me instantly. <laughs> those damn garden snakes have been messing with my dogs again. <laughs> like I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I oversaturation of podcast. It's, it's. 
it's a lot of competition, I tell you that much. And, and like I said, I think my issue I take with it is when all these actors or actresses just randomly, and, and, and you feel that it's just, it's a decision that they're changing just because, you know, they're like, oh, what the heck, they're doing it, so I'm going to do it too. Like, it's like it's a trend to them. And that, I feel, is kind of sad, right? Because like, I know I personally, I'm not doing this because it's a trend. I'm doing it because, one, I'm a, I'm a talker, and two, like, uh, I well, feel like we, we have interesting started, takes. When we first started, it was the beginning of the trend, I could say. But we've had the idea for a few years before that even, so... Yeah, we, I, we we were working up to the point when, to where when we were ready, we didn't do because oh everyone else is doing it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we we're just gonna be a cool idea. Let's do it. I remember having I had the idea right like back in 2015, and then I started the amateur hour up with uh, two friends of mine from New York, and it was gonna be a gaming channel. But we also talked about doing um, a podcast. And then from there, we and I started bringing Tyler into the idea. I said, hey, would you be willing to do something like this? And then he's like, yeah, sure, that'd be cool. And I also wanted him to, like, uh, do something else with the channel, too. Like, we're just going to try and, like, figure out and be versatile. And uh, then I decided, then, unfortunately, um, my friends from New York, like, we couldn't keep up. Like, there was just, like, a lot of stuff going on. So we didn't necessarily continue the the with the idea of the YouTube channel until then I revisited it. And then we also were talking about rebranding instead of the amateur hour is going to be the candy couch, of uh, which you'll see is in the featured, which we will do something with that channel eventually. Um, but as of right now, we're we're not doing anything uh, with that IP. But. Um, real quick, real quick. It yeah. sounds like you get a lot of your ideas from pornos. You got the amateur <laughs> hour. You got the candy couch, which sounds like the casting couch. Wow, dude. <laughs> well, the idea of the candy couch was <laughs> something to be like. It was supposed to be very like just brought. Uh, like so. Okay, here here's where it came from. So me and the other. Uh, two members of the amateur, the originals, right? The OGs. They, we had decided um, when I was talking about the podcast idea, I was like, what if we got a real bright couch, right? And had it like different colors, like lime green, like pink, and like all this sort of stuff. And we just, we, we filmed and we had our podcast like sitting on that couch. And that's where the idea of the candy couch came from was that, it's this idea of just this bright, just over-the-top sort of couch and uh, random background. And then I started developing the idea again more with Tyler when I brought him on uh, with the ideas. I was like, hey, like, should we do something like this? But so that that's that's essentially the, uh, the reasoning as to why. And I remember, we again, like I said, we originally were supposed to be the candy couch. Like me, you, Tyler... Um, we're all supposed to be part of that, but it's just more people gravitated towards the name, the amateur hour. And so that's why we kind of just let the IP just chill. We haven't let it go. So I, I still have it, but 
I'm hoping we can use it for something else. I don't know. We'll figure it out <laughs> in the future. Something fun It'll like happen. candy. It'll yeah, happen. candy reviews exclusively or something. <laughs> the Snickers is so good. <laughs> but um, that's that's what bothers me about the oversaturation of podcasts. Just all these newbies sort of jumping into it uh, in regards to when I say newbies, I mean like these actors or actresses like you got Whitney Whitney Cummings is another actress that decided to have a podcast you well know. she's she's a comedian so I get it I, it's, I feel like it's easy for comedians to get a podcast and like sustain it pretty yeah, well but it felt like she hopped on the trend you know because she's got no she definitely because she's big business now so yeah. she definitely hopped on it because it was a trend yeah because like she's got what the she's been on the h3 podcast with comedians she's been tom tom segura right segura yeah segura sorry um his podcast as well and like you've seen her kind of making a splash in the scene and those are her comedic friends and uh, individual her peers and uh, it seems like, yeah, she she very much hopped onto it because it was just a trend. Yeah, that I want to say your mom's house, which is Tom Segura's and Christina Pajiski's, they, I think they're going on like five years now or something. But they, I think they're probably one of the OGs in the comedy realm. Uh, Mark Maron is definitely one of the, the first views, also, but. Five years ago, that's 2015. That's like you're saying when you got the idea. That was when it was still like fresh and like not everyone had it. It was still just like, oh yeah, you guys want to check out this podcast? And everybody's just like, what? A podcast? Who wants to listen to people talk? <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, I feel like part of me feels like the Joe Rogan podcast really set things afloat. Because then I started hearing that everywhere. And it was like insane. Um, well, there was even the, maybe it was from everyone just trying out YouTube. Everybody wanted to be a YouTube YouTuber. So then maybe they're just like, yeah, yeah, let me try podcasting now. It's just kind of shifting, you know? I guess so. I mean, you know, I'm all for people now coming to the platform, right? Wanting to listen to podcasts and getting interested but again, my my again, my only issue is just that when these stars decide to, you know what, I'm gonna hop on over and I'm gonna bring all these people and you know I'm gonna try. To, I mean, I don't know. Kudos to wanting to bring the the podcast sort of family, uh, make them bigger, but or this genre bigger. But I just yeah, like I said, it's it's a bit annoying. I know it's pessimistic. It's it's. It's uh not the sort of greatest take on podcasts and Grace Light and it's kind of uh how would you say um hypocritical a little bit right cuz we're on we're doing a podcast but I mean it's not really hypocritical I mean if you must Yeah but at the same token <laughs> like like I said we had I had this idea like way back when and you know if I could have I would have done it way back when but unfortunately I didn't have the resources to get these this equipment and a lot of times when i do things i don't like to start it well like not knowing what i'm doing right like i when i get into something i want to learn the background stuff so i took even podcasting class i've taken voiceover classes i've taken radio classes 
to sort of just understand a little bit more before saying, all right, I'm ready to, to shoot on this idea. Let's bring it forth again. So I didn't want it to be on a whim, you know. I wanted to do it while knowing what I wanted to do. And uh, obviously there's still things that I'm learning and there's still things that we're all learning together. But still, I mean, eh, oversaturation. What, what hooked you into pot, like listening to podcasts? Because I know for a while I was just like, man, I don't want to listen to people talk. Even um, though that's what like vlogs are. And I, I think I was definitely, I, I could say a lot of people probably watch vlogs all the time, especially 2015. That was the hot thing. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of vlogging going on for sure. So believe it or not, what hooked me into podcasts is just because I found out there's a platform that you can talk and people will listen. <laughs> that's that's it's, like I didn't really start listening to podcasts. You guys don't listen? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't start listening to podcasts till maybe like 2017, late 2016 is when I really started listening to podcasts. And I don't really listen to a lot. Like, I listen to, I mean, I could shout them out, uh, the H3 podcast. Uh, I listen to um, Joe Rogan every once in a while. And that's about it. Like, the one consistent one I listen to is, like I said, H3. And I, I just, just because I followed them and they were uh, YouTubers that were sort of like... Uh, they were part of like that whole scene where like they comment on other videos and like make jokes about it and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> that, what about you? When when did you start getting into podcasts, Junior? Um, just working. I. It takes me a long time to figure out what music I want to listen to. So I was just one day I was just like, "Yeah, screw it! I'll just put on a podcast." And I was like, "Yeah, this isn't bad to just listen to while I'm working." What sort of podcast was it that you listened um, to? I want to say it was probably Your Mom's House. That was the first one I listened to. And then I tried to get into, I like Burt Kreischer as a com, uh, comment, comedic. Man, I can't find the word. <laughs> it's probably a bunch comedian. of Comedian. There we go. Comedian. House. So um, he listens to his, his to Justin's mom. <laughs> what happened? I said, meanwhile, there's probably a lot of people that don't know who your mom's house is, and they're just like, wait, did your mom has a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Bert Kreischer, he's a pretty funny comedian, and I was trying to listen to his solo one, but I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. And then at that time, I was just starting to get into a podcast. Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer teamed up to do Two Bears, One Cave, and that's probably like my favorite. Just because... Your mom's house podcast is pretty good, but they just show some like, no, it's good. It's good. Never mind. I enjoy it. It's just the live shows that get a little crazy. I'm like, eh, I'm going to pass on that. You get a bit raunchy. Real raunchy. <laughs> oh, God. Because it's just based on the clips they show. So if when they're doing the live show, they could get a little more uh, X-rated. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and then... um. So Tom's doing that with his wife for the your mom's house one, and then the two bears one cave is uh, him and Bert, and they did a live show for that, and that one was really funny. I enjoyed it. It got a little X-rated, but it wasn't like overdone and like tasteless after a while. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I'm I'm not really into like sort of like crazy X-rated, right? Like, just because it's like, uh, it, yeah, like especially if it's horribly done, like it's just it's too much, like right? It's just jokes don't land. Certain things are just well, it's it's more cringy. like trying to get the shock factor, and after a while, it's just like ah, oh, I like when you guys joke around though. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more lighthearted, right? I mean. I don't know. What Tyler? Do you listen to any podcasts? I uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a few YouTubers that do blogging, which that's probably the closest thing to a podcast that I listen to. Um, but other than that, that's about it. Yeah, podcasts definitely are. Uh, you gotta have a taste for it, which is why. Uh, I'm so grateful for all of our listeners out there. Uh, you mean we've been having consistent listeners, and um, I think in these times of oversaturation of podcasts, for you guys to choose and listen to our podcast, thank you very much, each and every one of you. Um, and uh, that's why we push subscribing so much, you know, and we push follows because I think. Uh, we want to build, start building a community of our own, and uh, we're exactly what we say we are, right? We're amateurs, like we're getting started, we're getting in this, and um, it, it, I'm hoping that we can grow uh, ever so slowly, but uh, just continue to grow as a community and start to uh, have open dialogue with one another when it comes to the comment section and stuff like that. I'd really like to see your guys' take on things. Do you guys believe there's an oversaturation of podcasts? What was your first podcast that you listened to? Comment in the freaking comment section below if you're on YouTube. Does, does Justin need to get, go easy on the porn-related names? Just let us know. And with that said, I mean, like... I want to keep with this pessimistic sort of viewpoint, right? I, I just feel like being a little bit negative, right? Uh, I feel streamers have ruined video game, like multiplayer video gaming. Like that's, I'm be straight up. <laughs> I am right now, I'm fed up with streamers <laughs> it, it, when it comes to multiplayer video games. And the reason I say this, okay, there's... A very reason, because we talked about the oversaturation of podcasts. Let's talk about the oversaturation of streamers, right? Every kid thinks that they can become a streamer. So now they get all sweaty and they try super hard <laughs> at every video game. And it's ridiculous. Like, I miss the days where I would hop on MW2, say, hey, Junior, let's play some multiplayer live. And we're like, yes. We all hop in. We get ready, strapped in. We ain't the 100% best, but we ain't the worst neither. We got that average KD. And then we destroy or get destroyed. But it was fair either way. <laughs> now you have these wannabe streamers, right? Where they're like, oh, TTTV, which is Twitch TV, and uh, they're hopping in, getting ready to slay out, and and they're just trying super hard to get their followers and their uh, viewership up super hard, so they're using the OP weapons, and it's just ridiculous. It makes me sick. Sounds like a stutter. TV. Yes. Ta-ta. It's ridiculous. Like, seriously, I, I was playing last night, and 
uh, some more Warzone, right? I, I had some time to myself, and I'm trying to relax. I'm having a very stressful time at freaking life, right? So, hey, well, uh, whoa, hold on. That's your fault. You're trying to relax, and you're playing Warzone? Hey, 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 that's how I find relaxation. I have 60. No I got a way, win last man. night, okay? I got, I'm at 69 wins. Um, hey, I'm not going to lie. When you're at work and you're stressed out, from like a customer service job and you come home and you play a game like GTA and you just murder everyone. It's a little bit relaxing and you're yeah. murdering virtual fake people that don't matter. Not real people. So listen. Yeah. When you're slaying out with 150 people and you're getting, you know, decent it, amount of it, it, kills it because you can be like, Oh, all my anger is focused on all these bullets going into you, but it's all fake, so it's fine. Yeah, but then when you're you're getting in and you're playing people that are trying to be MLG gamers, and they're and I think esports too has kind of ruined uh, freaking gaming as well. They have a part of ruining multiplayer gaming as well. Um, just because, like I said, everyone wants to be the best. They want to get in all these sort of. Uh, how would you say uh, competitions and make all this money? And it's just, it's it's annoying. It's annoying. I miss the times where people would play multiplayer to have genuine fun, not to be the best, right? It's just to have fun. And not to say, like, it's not one of those things where I'm complaining because, oh, man, I'm so bad. No, it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm okay. I'm an I'm a decent gamer. I'm not like 100%, but I I don't want to feel like I have to try and I have to be this 100% all the time that I play. Like Well, yeah, because it's a video game. You're enjoying it. You're not competing. Yeah, it's supposed to take you to a place, right, where that's non-existent that you're supposed to have fun and that you've never seen and uh, I don't know. It, it's ridiculous uh, the way things are or have become, unfortunately, with multiplayer uh, in video games. Just way too try-hard. Not happy about it. I'll say that much. And, you know, keeping with the not happy and pessimistic, I have this, I have this weird hatred, too, towards uh, karaoke. I think karaoke's so stupid, all right? <laughs> I, I, I seen the other day, uh, it was like on Facebook, something, just these people on karaoke, and I was cringing so hard. I was trying not to puke in my mouth, right? I just, I'm not a kid. You know, I might be stepping on some toes here, and I do apologize if you like karaoke, but I hate it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's embarrassing to me. It just... It's it's just cr it's cringe. It's a cringe fest. No, thank you. I don't want to stand here, sing a bunch of words in front of everyone, and just ah, or watch people do it. No, no. <laughs> like dang, I sing in the car. That's it. That's for me and whoever's in the car. <laughs> We're gonna put a hidden mic in Justin's car. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> But know that I'm not singing it to karaoke, dude. Like, <laughs> I hate it. What do you guys just take on karaoke? You like it because I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not for it. I, okay, yeah, you, it's it's a party game kind of thing, and like, yeah, you can have some fun with it. 
but nah, it's not my thing. I'm not going to get up there in front of everyone and sing this song. <laughs> you know, honestly, since we hate it so much, we need to have like a karaoke video or something like that. Like, just, <laughs> Listen, us, thing, or... I can never remember song lyrics anyway, so... I won't be on stage very Neither long. Neither can I. You know, strangely, strangely enough, I, I I can't memorize, like, song lyrics. Like, well, I can remember, like, the beats, right? Like, when there's going to be a rift or something like that. But I can't remember the actual lyrics to the song. Well, if you're doing it legit, they usually give you the lyrics either by, like, a projector or maybe a songbook. Right. You're usually singing along with, like, a caption on the screen or something. Seeing even hearing singing along, it just sounds cringy to me. Like a sing along, like here we go, folks. <laughs> sort of like, <laughs> sort of like musicals, like movies that just have musical numbers in them or yeah. shows. It's just like, ah, come on, man. <laughs> and then, and then you're like, why is everyone singing? <laughs> you're like, how is everyone on the same note right now? <laughs> No, karaoke doesn't do it for me. I just, eh, I'm sorry for those of you again who are streamers, are getting into the podcast realm. By the way, again, that is just for people who are freaking uh, these actors or actresses that decide, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this for a trend. Um, <laughs> and I mean, there's also them regular folk that, like, yeah, you know what? This seems interesting. I could talk. Like, let me just get into this and, like, I don't know. They don't have no love for the craft. Uh, but anyway, and, and for those of you who love karaoke, I'm not trying to attack you, okay? It's just my personal opinion, right? I hate karaoke. <laughs> I can't get into it. it, it I'm not trying want to, to vomit. I give a shit about you. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not running for president here. I just don't like karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, it's it's a whole or it's a whole thing, right? Whole ordeal. Uh, Meanwhile, every night Justin gets on his. Uh, um, wasn't there wasn't there an Xbox game that you sing the songs? Uh, oh, there's maybe a like bunch. Rock Band and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's Rock like, band, what's the main game where like they gave you the mic and you're supposed to sing the song, like you're in the band? Probably Rock Band. Uh, whatever, whatever it is. Meanwhile, Justin's saying all this crap. He he smashes it every night. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, no, unfortunately not. It's just that. <laughs> ah, man, karaoke. No, thank you. That's just you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> I just cringe with it, man. I just I don't know what else to say. It's, it's horrible, absolutely horrible. Anything else? Like, what's something else you guys just dislike? Come on, <laughs> I can't be the only one here. <laughs> I just like your negativity right now. Jeez, wow, dude. <laughs> Listen, is it is it mean to say I dislike people that can't use simple technology? Define simple technology like a calculator. Your basic phone, the basic functions of your phone. Or if I'm installing an alarm system, our new system has the buttons labeled on a touchscreen. It's the easiest thing to use. Yet I have to go back to customer's house and teach them how to use it again. 
I could see how that gets annoying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there's nothing worse than having to be like the techie of the family or something like that, right? When you're just like, and they just don't know, right? You you feel bad, but it's just like at the same token, yeah, I, like, I get you, I get you. Like my grandma. I mean, I built her a computer. She uses it for her sewing, and she actually has a machine that can print designs as it's sewing. And I give her credit because she is she downloads all this stuff, she moves it over, she starts the software, she gets it all going. But all the time, Granny, stop asking me, is it right click or left click to copy and paste? <laughs> <laughs> like you yeah. do everything else on this computer. Like and she does it well. But she can't remember, do I right click to the copy and paste? <laughs> And then you're like, get with the times, hit control C. <laughs> I, 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 too. I, I was I was thinking I'm gonna buy you a white keyboard and I'm gonna sharpie all the shortcuts on it. <laughs> I think don't they sell like keyboards with the, the shortcuts sure on do. it? Yeah, they do. Get Actually, one of those, man. <laughs> Pro, which I still have it, it's just on the shelf up there collecting dust. I have a silicone keyboard cover that has all the Mac shortcuts on it because I'm used to using Windows. So when I go to Mac, I'm like, hmm, what are the keyboard shortcuts? <laughs> yeah, so like, I bought a keyboard cover that had them all. <laughs> see, that's a smart way of going about it, right? I, I I remember, like, there's some old ladies, though, that are, like, pretty dang tech savvy. It's, like, crazy. Uh, I remember seeing them, like, a, like, when I used to work at Kohl's or something, like, this old lady, like she, maybe like oh, eighty. Here, here. Sorry, Justin. I just remembered. Here's a basic technology thing. I've been to this lady's house like three times to fix her system. She brought me down to a seventy percent on my quality rating over the thirty days. Meanwhile, it's only the beginning of the month. But we sent her batteries, and I showed her how to install them. And it's been the third time I've been back to this lady's house. I go back to the lady's house. The battery is either in backward or the wrapper is still on the battery. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, like, it's the little things, right? The little like, things here. Are you telling me you never change the batteries on your TV remote? You you pop the cover off, right? Okay. It says plus and minus. You flip the battery to the correct area. You snap it in. Boom. It's the exact same way on the alarm sensors. You pop the cover off. You look for the positive and negative. You pop the battery in. When you buy a brand new TV, the batteries are shrink-wrapped. You pop the shrink-wrap off, you put the battery in. You don't put it in there with the shrink-wrap on, like, duh. <laughs> but it's an alarm system, and it's, like, all of a sudden way more complicating. Junior, do you have any pet peeves? <laughs> well, I was saying, like, the musical musicals and like the musical numbers that you don't expect and it's just like come on um, <laughs> it actually happened on uh snl recently they're doing like a musical number on like souvenirs in new york city or something uh, i just they quit paying attention <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah you lost me <laughs> yeah, pretty much and uh, I'm 
Well, you know what? With that said, do you guys have any nuisances? <laughs> Anything that annoys you? Does karaoke annoy you too? I generally want to know if I'm the only one. Leave a comment in the comment section below. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a comment section as well. If you're on Spotify, well, you know what? Go over to YouTube. Go over to our Instagram. Go over to our Twitter. Please uh, follow us there. Give us comments there. We make posts every week uh, to, you know, let you guys know we got new episodes coming out too. So make sure you follow us on there. Again, we're up every weekend. Go in the description right now. Follow all the individuals also that are helping us on this podcast. I mean, we got BMB animations. Like, we have Adam Stone. We have, uh, I think that's about it. <laughs> but, <laughs> and EBXY, of course, our lovely sponsor. Uh, all those descriptions are going to be below. All those links, sorry, are going to be in the description below. But as usual, we love you. Bye.